Jason's alive. He killed my friend, now he's coming for me. He's got a death curse. Jason's a legend. I'm Mrs. Warrior, an old friend of the Christie's. Jason belongs in hell. You're joining me if you stay here. Never come back again. You see, Jason was my son. And today is his birthday. And welcome to another episode of Camp Blood Radio. I am your host, Nathan Barker, and joining me at camp tonight is the drunk uncle himself, Kenton Mullins. Hey, what's up, guys? So before we kick things off, sorry that we've had a couple weeks uh, without an episode here, but I'm going to blame that on Kenton and his chronic masturbating. He's just too fucking busy beating off, so we kind of had to take a little bit of break so maybe he can regroup with his... uh, his chronic masturbation and his handy capable situation. So maybe we can get an update on the handy capableness. You know, I got my priorities in order and obviously the, uh, the, the CM as I call it takes, takes front row, but uh, the leg is better. I'm returning back to my place of employment on the 2nd of December. So surgery went, surgery went well and, and uh, we should be good to go here in a, in a, here in a few weeks. So the strength is back up. You're you're getting in the in the flow, getting in the groove. Uh, back to work in a couple weeks. I mean, holy shit! Yeah, and I'm honestly uh, I'm honestly ready for it because I'm starting to get a little bit of the cabin fever, feeling like Jack Nicholson in The Shining a little bit. It's it's uh, just ready to get out of the house. Oh, of course, and then of course that'll help with the chafing. That'll help to kind of cure that up a little bit because you'll be you'll be busy at work, so you won't have time for the CM. Yeah, well, there's always there's always time for the CM. There's well, I mean, you get your you get your breaks, you get your lunch hour. Yeah, and I can crank out I don't know four or five in an hour. So, depending <laughs> on the recovery time, how much how hydrated I am, what well, you know, if I've been eating healthy the day before, yeah, four between four and five in an hour is is no feat for me. I mean, if you stay hydrated, my friend, that's hydration is the key to life. I mean, the body's what like ninety five percent water or something like that. Especially in a steel mill because it's hot in there. So, if you want to be a CM in a steel mill, you know, you, you, hydration is key. That's that's yeah. really you just absolutely. Now, what about the um, what about the scooter? Do we have any scooter stories in your poor wife, or are we done with that? Uh, no, I, I've actually got to return the scooter. Um, I, yeah, I, the sco- the scooter what was inconvenient because as funny as it is and as fun as it is, it's uh. It's about four thousand pounds, and it's just a pain in the dick hole to, to drag around everywhere you go. So yeah. uh, most of the time, I just went with the crutches and 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 maintained my marriage. No, all right, fair enough. Well, I'm I'm sure she was not sad to see it go because you I know goddamn well you terrorized her with that thing. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Just so fucking heavy. I don't know what like nine hundred year old people, which is usually who use those things. I don't know how they get those things around because. I'm a pretty pretty fit 32 year old, and it's just a pain in the dick. Yeah, I mean, I can't even imagine. I, all I know is that I could haul around a lot more book bag beers. That would be the one plus. Yeah, yeah. You don't even have to ride it. I would like to have it just to push around the convention, just to be the, the workhorse. Yeah, yeah. Just put just put a cooler on it and just kind of uh, put it on autopilot. Hey, you want a beer and just start chucking beers? You know? Exactly. Yeah. Fuck. It yeah, doesn't look very awesome. cool, but yeah. Uh, so also, um, something else to mention here today, we received another review on Facebook. I just want to thank everybody who's been leaving the reviews that definitely helps with the Google search engines and all that good shit on social media. So please leave us the reviews. Uh, big shout out to Eric Vandermark today. He, uh, recommended the show and writes great show, especially the recent era of Nathan and Kent. The show has a nice balance of insight into the series and humor. So big shout out to Eric Vandermark. We appreciate you. Eric's messaged me a couple times. Uh, appreciate your support and thanks for leaving a review. And I sent this to Ken earlier and was like, hey, you know, we, we got another good review. Uh, so thanks, Eric. We appreciate that. And and it kind of is a new era. We were talking about that earlier, right? Yeah, there's uh, like I'm I'm relatively new to the show. The show's been going on for, for many, many years now. So I guess uh, there's probably a new feeling to it. Uh, since I took over as, you know, second host and it's mainly just primarily me and you now. So uh, I'd say it's it's almost probably a completely different show because I'm relatively ignorant and I provide little information in terms of Friday the 13th outside of being a fan. 
and just being a dumbass that occasionally throws out uh, occasionally funny one-liners. So uh, you're the backbone of the show, Nathan. You just need to know that. Without you, there's no sustenance. It's just all <laughs> fat and sugar. It's just it's just Nathan and the retard. Maybe that's yeah, what yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, it. exactly. Yeah, it's kind of like um, it's kind of like Zach Galifianakis in The Hangover. You're kind of like him. Yeah, yeah. You're our uh, our what was that movie that Zach Galifianakis did where he's trying to get they're trying to get somewhere? Uh, is it Due Date? Is that the name of that movie? Yes, yes. Who was the secondary? Was it Robert Downey? Yeah, you're Robert Downey, and I'm Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's the perfect. Uh, yeah, that's probably the perfect comparison, actually. So, but just to clarify that a little bit, we still do have the other guys, but due to with me producing, editing, handling the website, and all that stuff, and with Kent being handy, capable, and kind of the schedules that I have, since I have to kind of do the behind the scenes stuff. And with Kent just worrying about beating off all day and riding around on his scooter. Yeah, I've got uh, a lot going on, man. Yeah, so we've uh, I've kind of had to do things in the afternoon, whereas Lando, Ben, those guys uh, have daytime responsibilities, if you will. Uh, so they're not around in the afternoon. That's why it's primarily been Kent and I. And then, of course, when we do some stuff in the evening coming up, those guys will be back. Lando's still handling the Twitter and all that, and I'm – I've talked to him a time or two, but that's just kind of why it's it's mainly been Kent and I for the most part, and it'll kind of continue that way for the time being, just just because of of life and the other the other shit that we have to do around Camp Crystal Lake. So, yeah, Ben and Lando will be back, guys. Yeah, they haven't went anywhere. They haven't went anywhere. Um, But I, I appreciate everybody who's reached out with your comments, suggestions, and um, I've had a couple people. Last week, since we did the all access, actually in the last couple of weeks, since we did the the all access Halloween special, where we just kind of talked shit, talked about horror, talked about whatever the fuck we felt like talking about on that episode, I can't even remember. Uh, but I had a couple people message in and say, "Hey, I like that show. You guys should should do basically a segment like that every now and again." And I said, "You know what? Uh, good suggestion. I think Victor McCrory might have been one of those that messaged me. There was one or two other guys I can't remember." and uh, made that suggestion. I said, you know what, actually Kenton and I have talked about that. And I think just because there always is so much going on in the community and Friday fans are obviously fans of other stuff. And we're going to touch, we're going to have some episodes every now and again, where we just kind of talk about whatever's going on. Uh, So thanks for those suggestions. You were right on point with where Kent and I are at. And every now and again, there's not going to be any rhyme or reason to it. It might be, you know, once a month, it might be, eight weeks. It just kind of depends on what we have in between and kind of what's going on in the horror genre or with conventions or just whatever the fuck. So we will continue doing that. Uh, I don't have a name for those yet. We'll think of a name for them. Um, If anybody has a suggestion on what to call those episodes, feel free to message me, message Kent, whatever, and maybe we'll consider it. Unless it's a dumbass idea, then we ain't going to consider it. So yeah, let's let the fans name it. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with that. I don't know. Like I said, uh, you're the retard, so maybe you can come up with kind of a bozo fucking name. That's kind of yeah. more your thing. Yeah, but I'm not like a savant retard. So no, that's true. Yeah. So I mean, uh, I don't know. We'll just think of some kind of general name, kind of like how we do community spotlights. We'll think of a name where it's just kind of a like a you know a general discussion or whatever. So let us know what you fun. think. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. There's always a lot of shit going on. So there's, we could almost do that every week, but we like to focus on Friday. So we'll try to keep it Friday based, but obviously, um, you know, there's, there's no shortage of other things going on too. So, and we definitely want to stay in touch with the genre in general. Uh, Also big shout out to Brian Emenheiser. Appreciate you. He purchased a hoodie and uh he posted a picture of him wearing the hoodie to the show page which i've yet to kind of share that out into social media land but uh appreciate your support old south jersey jason old south jersey jason in the house representing the camp blood radio hoodie uh slasher dash tees.com if you haven't bought a shirt they're fucking 13 dollars. go buy go buy a shirt go take a picture send send it in to us we'll share it it's free advertisement for you especially if you've uh, got something like he does with South Jersey Jason or, um, you know, if you've got a side business or or you don't have to have anything at all. You can just be Joe, Joe, Joe Blow and we'll fucking share it out and give you some free recognition, some free advertisement, whatever you want to call it. Um, 
where else are you going to find a $13 t-shirt at? I don't know. Nowhere. Nowhere. Exactly. Maybe hot topic. Maybe. Green Day on it. But yeah. You're going to find a, uh, a Kurt Cobain shirt maybe for $13 at, Maybe. at hot topic. Yeah. So, uh, fact, what's, uh, what's new with the countries there, Nathan? Oh yes. I'm going to get to that. Like I said, just wanted to give Brian a shout out. Uh, we appreciate that. And uh, remind everybody else to take your asses to slasher dash tees and buy your shirts, buy your hoodies, buy whatever the fuck you want. Just uh, just help us out. We appreciate it. It's all going. Like I said, uh, anything left over is going to the Blairstown Museum. You're not putting money into Kent's pocket to buy um, paper towels for his masturbating. He's never even going to see any of that money. So I don't even they don't have to worry about that because I just use a towel. It's just I've had the same towel since 2007. And, and it, uh, do you know what? Okay, so we got to address that for a minute. That's not even a fuck rag. What do you even call that? The beat off? It's not even a rag anymore. It's more of like a like a a board. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it just, it's just it stands death, up. It stands up on its own. Yeah, and it talks to me sometimes. It has opinions on things, and uh, yeah, you could use it as a weapon in in the event of a home intruder. Right. It's like, it's like a fucking, it's like a a sheet of plywood at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even think there's very little towel left. It's just basically, uh, it's like, it's, it's turning into like a fossil, like where it turns to stone. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's the fossilized (laughs) beat off rag. You could actually take a chisel and and make like a, like like a a character out of it or a, or a carving or something like, uh, it's that, it's that impressive. I'm very proud of it. Oh, I bet. I'm sure it's quite the spectacle. Um, oh, and speaking of that, and and of course, uh, South Jersey Jason, uh, if you listen to his episode, we talked about the the lot lizard over at Blairstown, and he's got some artwork going on on the South Jersey Jason page. Go check out the lot lizard artwork. It's fucking awesome. I think he might even do a shirt of it. Um, I can't remember. I'd have to go look at the page, but I know there was some chatter about that. So go check out the South Jersey Jason lot lizard artwork. It's fucking hilarious. I didn't even know that lot lizard was a was an unheard of term. I thought that was I heard it like four years old. I know. I thought that was like a normal thing. I I really I thought that was like a universal wide coined term, if you will. Apparently that's just like a southern slash uh inbred thing. I so. guess. I guess. I d I don't know. So anyways, um you asked about the map, checking in on Camp Blood Radio Takes Over the World map. We we have some new countries to add to the list, and first one we will talk about, and that is Greece. And fun facts about Greece, and I'll tell you what, I had no idea about this, but uh, Greece is one of the most sexually active countries in the world. Oh, that's that's nice. That's... Apparently, the average person has sex 164 times a year. What? <laughs> Why? Why? What is the I, correlation I, between living there and that amount of activity? I, I I don't know. I mean, maybe because it's one of the sunniest countries in the world with more than 250 days of sun per year. That's over 3,000 sunny hours. So maybe maybe with all that extra vitamin D that they're soaking up from the extra sun, maybe it gives them more energy and they just decide they want to bang it out all the time. They uh they return that vitamin D, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they turn it into uh they turn it into um uh, I don't D. know fossilized just D. D just straight up D. They turn it into fossil yeah straight up D that that turns into a a fossilized beat off rag or fuck rag or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> they just soak it in and spit it out and just <laughs> leave it laying there just to. <laughs> Just to, I don't know, just to do whatever it does. What else you got there about uh, about Greece there, Nathan? Well, I mean, I'm, let's think about this, though. 164 times a year, there's 365 days in a year. So what are they doing the other 200 days out of the year? They're only doing it like, it doesn't sound like they're doing it that much, really. So you're saying that the average person over there does it 164 times a year? What Then what is the average for Americans? Hold on. I'm I don't know. Give Google me, give it. Me just a second. I'm going to Google it. I think we're getting some fuckery here is what I think. How many times a year does the average American get late? Yeah. The average person, uh, it's a, the, uh, the statistics for America are 103. So what? Uh, 
we're 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 sixty below. Wow, wow. I blame I it's probably because of all the greasy foods here and erectile dysfunction, heart disease. Yes, I, I don't know. That just that seems really low. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I don't know. It's not like hold on, I, hold on. I think I'm onto something. Grease, food. Well, that's the thing. Greece is has world famous food. Like oh, and Greek it looks salad. all healthy. I'm onto it, something. I'm telling you, that's it. Uh, it could be like the Greek salad and Greek yogurt. A lot of a salad, of, a, lot of, a lot of fruits and vegetables, and a bunch of stuff that I I don't even want to try to pronounce. It's just because their dicks work. That's the only reason. I think so, but really, it just it doesn't even seem like that much. I mean, I I don't know. The average person only does it a hundred times a year. To me, that just seems really low. I don't know. See, it would seem low to me at, at, at you know, uh, 19 years old or, or 26 years old or, or, but, or when we first got married. But as a 32, getting ready to be 33-year-old man with three kids, those are pretty good stats they're throwing up. I mean, that could be. I don't have to deal with any of that shit, so I don't know. I, I guess I've got a little bit more time. Uh, I got a little bit more free time so I can participate in other activities. So I don't know. I guess, yeah, when you've got – three or four fuck trophies running around and you got to get up at 5 a.m. and you got to let the dog out and mow the yard and fucking do whatever else it is you got to do, then maybe you don't have time to, to, for, uh, for, for fornicating. No, no, those, those, those days are over, my friend. I guess. I, I don't know. I also, don't... Greece is, Greece is also voting is required there after you turn 18. It's, it's not an option. You Good. Vote. Good. Yeah. That's, that's, I thought that was pretty awesome. I like that. And, you know, other, another fun fact about Greece, and I didn't know this either, is there's more than 2,000 islands, but only 170 are populated. And, okay, so that's a lot of islands. So if you're, What the fuck if you're, is going on on the other 1,800 of them? I don't know. Maybe that's, maybe that's where Gilligan still is. I'm not sure. <laughs> I, maybe they sailed to, to fucking Greece. I don't know. Uh, so lots of sightseeing there. And if you like to suntan... And sightsee and explore uninhabited islands sounds like Greece. You might just want to move there right now, and because it looks like that forty percent of the population actually resides in the capital of Athens. So the rest of the rest of Greece, you've you've got it's pretty wide open. Isn't that where the gladiators fought? And you know what? I believe so. I believe they did. Gladiators. I believe they did. Yeah, yeah, they did. The Theater of Dionysus at Athens. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So I uh, guess I'm not such a retard after all, am I there, Nathan? No, no, not at all. Not at all. And Greek is the oldest written language still in existence. That's a good yeah. fun fact. Didn't know that. That's Alexander the Great was Greek. One of history's greatest warriors and leaders of all time was the Greek Alexander the Great. I actually... Conquered he conquered, conquered land all the way from Greece to Asia. Yeah, I actually uh, set up a, fun fact, set up a machine gun position on a wall that was built by, well, what was left of a wall that was built by Alexander the Great deep in Afghanistan when, on a, during a patrol once. What up, Afghanistan? So, uh, so that's fun. That is a fun it's fact. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> and also checking in on the Camp Blood Radio takes over the world map, we have the neighbor to Greece, and that is Croatia. So I'm just going to say this. There's not a lot of fun facts about Croatia. No, that, I think that's the reason that most people leave Croatia. That was one of the facts that uh, yeah. that I read was most, it, uh, <clears throat> most people I mean, seem about, to leave. It has a lot of sun there, too. If you like to suntan, you should probably go there. Uh, while you're visiting Greece, but about the only noteworthy things with Croatia is the Game of Thrones, which I've never fucking watched a single show. I know it's really popular, and I, I don't, I don't care. I'm not going to watch it anyway. Uh, that's filmed in Croatia, so apparently the majority of that was filmed there. So for all you Game of Thrones fans, fun fact about Croatia, if you didn't already know that. But funner uh, fact about Croatia and theater: Mamma Mia Two was also filmed there. Oh, very nice. So, uh, you know, that's a movie that comes up with me amongst my friends and you, Nathan, at least twice a week. Of course. So, Mamma yeah. Mia 2, although not as good as Mamma Mia 1, uh, Mamma Mia 2 was filmed there. So that's 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 fun. Another fun fact is it <clears throat> Croatia has the most Neanderthals in the world. 
I was getting ready to say that one. That was my next one. I mean, holy shit. What a what an accolade. Which I thought belonged to Kentucky. I I did too. Or maybe maybe Tennessee, maybe West Virginia. The important distinction though is is those are home we have the home of, of living Neanderthals. Sure. They're, they're referencing dead ones, skeletons. Dead ones, yes. Yeah. And Croatia is also home to the world's town, which I don't believe that. I think the world, that's a the fucking lot you cut out. The world's smallest town. Oh, okay. Okay. <clears throat> the yeah, town of Hum. Yeah, H-U-M. I don't believe that at all. I don't believe that either. I you don't. should have seen my it high says, school graduation. It, it took place like in front of the Dollar General beside Taco Bell. I believe it. Or seven cars. <clears throat> I believe that. So the town of Hum, and it is, it's a church with two small roads and a mare. And that's like every town in the middle of Kentucky. That's yeah. nothing. It's not an accomplishment. <laughs> I don't understand. That's that's in the Midwest. That matter. Bet they don't have the mares we have. Oh, I'm sure no. But they have a lot more. All the people there are sexually active. That's true. Yeah, they don't have time. And they are more healthy because they eat Greek yogurt and Greek salad. They are also uh, leading. Well, they're fourth in the world for alcohol consumption. Uh, and if you look at all these other okay. not so interesting facts, that fucking makes perfect sense to me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Okay. They're also in the Guinness book of world records for, for producing the biggest uh, necktie in the world for, for some reason. Uh, and they've got a picture of it. You can look it up. Uh, Croatia, biggest necktie in the world. And they made this thing. They took a picture of it with, from a helicopter and it went completely around the stadium and, and drooped over half the city. It, it's fucking nice. it's absurd. That is, that's pretty amazing. And according to Alfred Hitchcock, the town of Zadar, which is found in Dalmatia is considered to have the best sunsets in the entire world. According to Alfred Hitchcock, he saw it for himself and said as much. That's so, also, uh, I believe I read that speaking of Dalmatia, that's where Dalmatians are from, right? They could be. I don't know. That could be another fun fact. Yeah. So that's about enough uh, fun facts. Not really a whole lot else that's notable. And here at Camp Blood Radio, we we try to be somewhat educational because why not? You you learn something new every day. So you just learn fun facts about Croatia and Greece that you probably didn't know before. So eat more salad and eat more Greek yogurt. And maybe you can have sex more like the Greek people do. That's, That's what you need to take away from what we've taught you today, people. Glad, glad that we could help. Uh, exactly. If we're throwing facts at you, you know, rapidly, uh, we're trying to do good deeds here because the way we see it, if we if we're cramming your brain with facts, then that's less time you have to to put one of your hand down your pants. That, your yes, your that. Throat. Yep. So you're welcome as far as that goes. <laughs> and next week we will have some more fun facts about some more countries because they're checking in left and right. I'm telling you, we're taking over the fucking world. So we need to we need to get Ben to do a little uh, a little music bit where it's like uh, geographical history with Nathan and Kent. Hmm. Yeah, actually, we, he just needs to take what you just said exactly, and then just just clip that audio right there before every be yeah that would be fun. Yeah, absolutely. I'll have to talk to him about that. That's a that's a sensational idea. So. Stay tuned for that because that's that's quite frankly a possibility. But <clears throat> time for this week's show. Stay tuned next week for more Camp Blood Radio takes over the world. But for this week, um, it is always constant in the world of Friday the 13th. And in my opinion, that is costuming. And anyone on social media who's in the various groups and all that shit all over Facebook, Twitter, blah, 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 that follows pages and all that good shit. You know that there are a fuck ton of cosplayers out there, and some of those cosplayers are very experienced, very knowledgeable, and also the hobby gains new ones daily, and those newbies are always asking about what to buy for specific parts as far as clothing, boots, weapons, hoods, hockey masks, blah, 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 yada, 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 yada. and we have featured some of those hockey mask makers, prop makers, and costume guys. But we have never really discussed who we thought were the top independent artists in their respective categories. Uh, so today, I'm going to touch on that, and we are going to discuss our opinions on what we think 
are the top independent hockey mask artists out there. So uh, there's a ton of them, and new ones pop up every day. And some of these guys, they've been around for a long time. And some of these guys that are newer, they've got damn near the skills that some of these older guys do. And, you know, we, we try to keep this somewhat short and sweet so we're not boring the shit out of you people more than we already do. So we basically just compiled a short list of who, in our opinion, are the go-to guys if you want to purchase a mask. Not that anybody else who doesn't get a mention would not be worthy of buying from. But if you message me or you call me and you say, hey, who do you guys think I should bust from or that from? We're probably, depending on all these guys, um, one guy might be, you know, you may say, well, I like this person's part three better than the next one. But all these guys, they they all bring their A game. Um, Some of them just, they offer different products. Um, and if, if anybody asks, you're probably going to hear one of these names out of us. So in no particular order whatsoever, um, we didn't think it was fair to put numbers on people because, like I said, some of these guys might do better with one version compared to the next and vice versa. So, and also it's a matter of interpretation. When you see that mask on the screen, what do you think that representation would look like in real life if it was recreated by one of these guys? So once again, all a matter of opinion and interpretation. So to kick things off here, we are going to start with James Power from Crystal Lake Industries. And James has been on the show. And uh, some of these guys that we're going to read off, they have been on the show. And we'll have them back on the show again later. Some of them I've also asked to be on the show and they have declined for whatever respectful reasons, so to each their own. But James Power, uh, our buddy over at Crystal Lake Industries, uh, focuses primarily, actually I think he is totally in the fiberglass mask business. Uh, I know that he, uh, from what I see, um, strong things out of him is he had the Hero 8, and I believe he still does, if I'm not mistaken, Ken. Yes, yes, I believe he does. Uh, James is a good friend of mine he has an especially dark sense of humor so me and him pretty well yeah uh i'm a fan of his posts and uh he's I like am a, too yeah <laughs> he's like a more talented canadian version of me yeah so <laughs> yeah. he's a good yeah. dude he'd be great to buy from very talented artist and uh you know he's been in the game of a fucking long time uh one of the only guys i know that's still doing fiberglass um, and, uh, another thing that I want to add, Nathan is, is, you know, all these people that we're mentioning today, we're, we're primarily mentioning, you know, the old salt dogs, the guys that have been around the block. They've been in the hobby a minute. Um, there's a lot of, I believe you already mentioned this. There's a lot of new guys that are, that are also very good, but we're just, you know, today we're mentioning those guys that have really put in their time and they've, they've done the work and they've been doing this a while. So I'm also going to use the word Hawk a lot, uh, during this podcast. And that's a very cringy word for me, but it just seems shorter than having to say hockey mask every time. So I don't like that word any more than anybody else does, but that's the word I'm going to use. But yeah, so James, good dude, solid work, fiberglass, fun to talk to, good sense of humor, great guy to, be, great guy to, get, great guy to deal with. Yeah, and he's active on social media. He's always posting work. And like I said, uh, if you're looking for a fiberglass mask, something with a little bit more bulk to it, he's definitely your guy. I I actually do not own any of his masks. I probably need to rectify that at some point in time. Um, I kept saying I was going to get one of them Hero 8s at some point. And then, frankly, I'm just not that big of a fan of the fucking film. I've had... I've had part eight masks in the past and then I've sold them or traded them or whatever. And then it's like, one of these days I need to get another one, but I just don't really own anything from part eight to really display it by. So it's kind of like, yeah, I've just kind of been procrastinating, but if I do, I would love to have a a pull off of uh, that hero weight. That's for damn sure. Uh, James also does some, some custom work, um, all kinds of custom work, probably one of the more um, in-depth custom artists out there. As far as that goes, with, actually, of all the artists that we mentioned today, he's probably he probably dabbles the most in custom work. I would say. Yeah, I mean, I was I'm thinking in my head, and yeah, I would have to say he probably is the number one in custom. Um, whether that's like a uh, an NHL hockey logo on the mask or just whatever, I mean, the guy there probably isn't something that he wouldn't tackle from what I've seen as far as the products that he posts on his website and stuff that he shares on social media. Um, 
So, yeah, if you've got an idea out there, no matter how crazy it might sound, I would highly recommend hit up James Power and throw it by him. You'll probably get you'll probably get some results. And uh, we'll have him back on the show again. It's been a while. So we need to have him back on and kind of do a follow-up. And uh, that way we can also – mainly just so we can talk shit. Uh, I'll just admit it. I mean, just so him and Kent and I can just talk shit, you know. Yeah, he's a big shit talker. He's a yeah, lot absolutely. Of yeah, I mean, you and him are like Facebook jail buddies. You guys are probably in Facebook jail at the same time. <laughs> yeah, I've done time with him. Yeah, yeah you've done time with him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, better. that's federal time, buddy. <laughs> Me and him, we've got our numbers. We know each other. We know yeah, how to make ramen go. in the in the in the in the jailhouse way. Oh, there you go. There you go. Some of that jailhouse fucking coffee and ramen. God damn. Yeah, yeah. Crunk, crank, you, go. uh, you, you got to crunch up those Cheetos and put them in there and mix it up. There you go. Yeah. Some coffee water. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So we'll definitely have him on soon. Like I said, we like to talk shit on this show. That's kind of a new direction that we've went. So, yeah, we definitely need to have him on soon, especially with all the shit that's going on. Now would be the perfect time. And then uh, who knows? Maybe you guys will be doing federal time together again soon. Uh, I have no doubt in my mind. There's, there's, <laughs> at any given time, me or him are usually banned on Facebook. So, I, I mean, I, you're getting shit reported from years ago it's like who yeah, the, don't you fucking have anything better to do you fucking dipshits somebody reported two of my posts yesterday from 2017 like really <laughs> and i mean you post you post pretty regularly i mean you know sometimes multiple times a day yeah, there's so plenty of stuff that you could report recently that's, that's why what i'm saying so aggravating how long would it have taken them to scroll through your fucking Facebook from two, two and a half years ago, nearly three years ago? You know, that took them like all day long. I just can't fathom being that much of a pathetic loser. I can't, I cannot. <laughs> like, I mean, it's not like you're, you're in office or you're like on the city council where you live. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like, mean, between this they... podcast, between this podcast and what I've posted on social media, I've pretty much solidified the fact that I will never be able to run for any political office ever. So that's not even a concern. I mean, you can't even go into your local McDonald's for fuck's sakes. What are you gonna? No. I mean, <laughs> what? I mean, who the fuck? Why do they want to pick on you? That's what I want to. Why do they want to report the drunk uncle? That's what I want to know. <laughs> You could have you could have went back three hours and found something to report. That's why exactly. it's just so offensive. Instead of let's go three years. I mean, seriously, how long I want to know how long it took them to scroll down, scroll down, scroll down to 2017 during some time and be like, oh, I'm gonna report this. Oh, he <clears throat> he bashed um he bashed Hillary Clinton. I'm gonna fucking report him, that fucking clown. Well the the one that 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 got reported was was uh there were also more recent ones that got reported, but one from like eight months ago, whenever that Jessica Yaniv uh, dude that was claiming he was, he identified as a female and was trying to go to like salons and get chicks to wax his, his, the balls of his vagina. Oh yeah. Um, Jesus and it Christ. turned out he was a pedophile and just a piece of shit. And I'd made a post jokingly, just, just, you know, burning that dude and, and roasting him. And, and somebody reported that for, for bigotry and, and, and hate speech and all kinds of shit. It's just so ridiculous. Oh my God. Fucking but anyways, uh, yeah. this all goes back to James Powers has got kind of the same sense of humor that me and you do. And, and, and uh, he's just a fun dude, funny dude. Doesn't take anything too seriously. Yeah. So be on the lookout very, very soon. We will have him on. I will make it a point for that. And moving on uh, right on down the list or however you want to classify that. Like I said, no particular order. And uh, we got to give a shout out to one of the OGs, Tim Schultz, Crib Keeper 9 Productions. And Tim hasn't been as active on social media as he used to. Uh, Tim is, uh, I at one time, I probably owned 10 of his masks going back probably about six, seven years ago. And I still do have some of them. Matter of fact, I'm looking at... Uh, uh, two part sixes. Uh, I have a plane part six. I have a propeller damage part six of Tim's that is one of my favorite masks. Tim just knocked that one out of the park. I have uh, a part seven by Tim, and uh, I'm not sure what else I have by his, but those three are in my immediate vision at the moment. But Tim goes way back. Tim was also a fiberglass guy. Uh, when he first started out, he was a fiberglass only, and then he transitioned, um, you know, over to uh, the plastic like pretty much everybody else is doing other than James Power, uh, which is nothing wrong with the fiberglass, like I said, to each their own. 
I know Tim told me that the fiberglass, you know, obviously it's, you know, the fumes and it can be difficult to work with and blah, blah, blah. And it was just kind of easier to go switching over to plastic. So Tim was also on the show a few years back. It's been a while. So maybe he's another one that maybe we'll, we'll put on the list and try to do a follow-up with him. I don't know if you own any of Tim's masks, but uh, you know, Tim, Tim offers all of them too. I have in the past. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Tim. Tim is actually one of, we talk of OGs. Tim is like a, an OG OG. Yeah. I mean, he's been doing this a long ass time. And I've had several of his masks over the past, you know, six, seven years. And uh, I'm also a fan of Tim as a human being. Me and him used to talk for like a couple of hours on the phone, uh, you know, every couple of weeks or so. And like you, he just kind of, he kind of uh, went ghost on us, but I think he had some, some family issues or something. So, uh, but uh, I, I don't know. I haven't heard much from him recently, like, as of lately, the same as you have. But uh, if he is still making hockey masks, you, you're not going to find uh, better quality. He's he's a great artist and, a, and, a, and an awesome human being. So Yeah, absolutely. Reasonable price, good turnaround time. Um, Facebook page at Cryptkeeper 9 Productions. I believe he's still producing. He's just not near as active uh, on social media like he used to be. And I think his website website is still open. It's hockey hockey horror horror hockey mass or hockey horror mass. I can't remember. I'd have to Google it. It's one or the other, and you can order right off his website. And he's he also does custom work. He's done a uh, custom mask for me. Um, the mask that I wore in the uh, first Jason music video for Heed My Warning that was actually made by Tim. Um, but yeah, just a great guy. I I spent the um, 2014. Uh, Horror Hound Mask Fest at Indianapolis. I spent the whole weekend with Tim at his uh, at his table. And we're right across from the great Ted White, Adrian King, Ari Lehman, uh, Peter Barton, um, some others from, it was a Friday the 13th Part 4. It was the, the 30th anniversary reunion at that show. And I got to hang out with him all weekend. Uh, so, yeah, I can vouch that Tim's a great dude. Um, maybe he'll jump back on social media, be a little bit more active. I don't know. Um, he's been kind of, I don't want to say he's been MIA has just kind of been kind of laying low for the last two or three years, maybe a little bit longer than that. So, which I, I can't necessarily blame him because social, social media is a good show and he might just be one of those people that's just tired of dealing with the, uh, fuck Donald like Trump. well, not necessarily like you, but the people that all they want to do is shit on Donald Trump and fucking or our Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Yeah. Or I love Hillary Clinton. Um, or the other fucktards and probably tired of the liberal bullshit like we are. So uh, I, don't I don't blame him for that. What, what Tim's uh, political leanings are. I don't think in all the hours that I've spent talking to him, I don't think politics ever came up one time. He might be, he may be a liberal himself. I don't know. I don't think he is, but, and we've never had that discussion either. Cause generally I don't have that type of discussion either, unless like I know the person, but I can I can certainly understand why some people would step back from social media because it is it's just yeah. a fucking and I have a whole and, and we need I have a lot of liberal friends I bust liberal nuts a lot but I I love liberals too man they're they're like like it's never fun to just hang around with people that that agree with you you know what I mean like uh, it's just as fun to hang out with people that disagree with you Th- those conversations can get really interesting too so I'm not like shitting on anybody and I know you aren't either but. No, yeah, we just, I like to get my jabs in when I can, that's all. Yeah, 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 because, yeah, you can't jab at liberals today, so we gotta, we gotta take those, those, those reins, uh, if we can, so. Right, absolutely. (laughs) You just never know, maybe Tim is just a flaming liberal, he could be, but I don't think he is, I'm I'm gonna Even if he is, I still fucking love the guy. If, 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 even if you are Timbo, we love you, you get our stamp of, of approval from Camp Blood Radio, buddy. Uh, moving on down the line, we've got, uh, Brian Hoback from elusive FX. And here's what I'll say about Brian. I do not own any of his products, but to me, Brian is the most underrated or unnoticed artist period. Brian, uh, his Facebook page, it used to just be elusive FX. And then recently it's under his name, Brian Hoback, uh, spelled H O B A C K. Brian's book is fucking phenomenal. And Anybody, if you're not familiar with his work, you're going to be absolutely floored. His hallucination mask, his uh, his part sixes, um, his sevens, his fives, pretty much everything that he does is just absolutely phenomenal. And I, I cannot stress enough, if you're not familiar with him, check him out because you're going to be blown away. He doesn't He doesn't advertise for himself on social media about the only thing that I ever see him do is he'll just post a picture to his own personal page and it gets left at that. 
And I've asked Brian to be a guest on the show. Brian did not respond. He didn't even tell me to fuck off or even say no. He just didn't respond. Uh, I've also to a couple of comments on some of his pictures. Hey, I'd love for you to come on and let's let's talk Friday and no response. So hopefully one of these days, maybe he'll change his mind and maybe he'll come on. And uh, yeah, I know I know that you weren't necessarily familiar with his work, Kent, but after looking at it today, thoughts. Yeah, out of all, you know, out of everybody that we mentioned today, 90 percent of them I've got you know, personal relationships with, I've been friends with them for a long time. And of all of them, like Brian is the one I was least familiar with. And uh, I don't know how, because you, you pointed me towards his work and I was like flabbergasted by it because it was fucking phenomenal. Uh, I don't know any about anything about this dude, nothing. I don't even know what he looks like, but Nathan does. And you know, you showed me some of his stuff and it's, it's, it's uh it's great work. Great work. The guy's very, very talented. Absolutely. And I've never had a conversation with him. I, I wouldn't know him if I seen him at a convention, whereas some of these other guys that I've, I have hung out with him or I have seen him, you know, I would recognize him with him. He's just kind of um, he's kind of like Ryan Matthew from uh, Escape Theory Studios. He just kind of posts what he posts. And there's another honorable mention with with uh, Escape Theory Studios. He kind of has all kinds of products. He's not on Facebook. You got to catch him on on Instagram at Escape Theory Studios. But some of these guys, you know, they don't self-promote. <clears throat> They'll just post it. And if nobody else shares it around, then it can you can kind of fly under the radar. Like with you, you didn't really know of his work, even with the name Elusive FX. You were like, yeah, I'm not really familiar. because like, Yeah, he just kind of fell through the cracks, man. Yeah, and he's been around for a while. He's been around for a while. <clears throat> so I'm surprised. Um, but once again, if people aren't, this is the power of the Internet, and this is a good example. You guys, if you share these artists' posts, the more the more you share, the more you click and share, the more people are obviously going to see that. So just there, Kent here is a prime example. I mean, granted, he spends a lot of time chronically masturbating and, and you know, beating off all day long. So may, that might be why he wasn't as familiar, whereas if he had more time to be on social media instead of playing with himself, yeah, he might be more yeah. familiar. And that's fair. That, that's very so, true. Yeah, so I mean... True. You got to kind of look at it in both ways there. So, but that's the power of the internet. Share, 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 and help these guys. I mean, some of these guys do this. That's their full time job. It's how they pay their bills. So, uh, hit the like button, hit the share, and and help these guys advertise. So, definitely recommend Brian Hoback. I'm going to be purchasing a couple masks from him in the near future. Like I said, I mean, I everything that he throws out there, it just keeps getting better and better. Uh, also on the list, who is no longer on Facebook, but has also been a guest here on Camp Blood Radio a couple of years ago, I think it was. That is Ryan Brazier over at Curse Camp Studios, who primarily advertises on Instagram. Uh, Brian, or I'm sorry, Ryan is um, a somewhat new artist. He hasn't been around as long as some of the other guys, but he's really, really came a long ways in the short time. I guess if you want to say the short time, he's been around primarily like the last probably five years he's really kind of came about at least that i've noticed anyway uh matter of fact cj graham even has a mask from ryan that he's done his costume uh, appearances with at, at numerous conventions um but yeah ryan brazier uh definitely highly recommend all of his work as well yeah ryan is another one of those guys that i that i think very highly of um back when he was on facebook me and him used to talk pretty regularly regularly I think he primarily works on Instagram now, but uh, he does. Yeah, he's a solid fucking dude. He's a great dude, uh, and and an extremely, unbelievably man talented artist. And I've owned several of his hockey masks, and he's bought stuff from me, my some of my latex stuff, and uh, and he's just man. He, he his work is is phenomenal. And I, you know, several years ago, I rolled the dice before me and him established a relationship of any kind, and and bought uh, I think it was one of his sevens. And it came in and I was like, fuck, man, this is incredible. And after that, I, I just, I did, I did several business transactions with him after that, because the first time I really got a good look at his stuff was, you know, in my hand and I went right straight back to him after that. So that should say something. And I've, you know, like you, I've seen, I've seen 250 million hockey masks. So it really takes a lot to impress me. And I know it does you too. So yeah. uh, Ron is a good ass dude. Very sweet. Very sweet guy, very easy to get along with, very, very friendly natured, and uh, an, an incredibly talented artist. His stuff is, is, is uh, it, you know, 
his hockey masks don't have that sheen over them. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, definitely. Uh, they they look more. Uh, they're more. Uh, they don't really have like a, a glossy kind of clear coat on them. And and some people can do those and it looks great. But but he's he's the king of this kind of dull kind of uh, grease kind of you know weathered hockey mask, and it just looks so good, man. He's yeah. uh he's the man. Ron is the fucking man. Absolutely. And uh, once again, his work's just getting better and better as he progresses. <clears throat> Very talented guy. And fun fact about Ryan, he actually is down by Kentucky. I did not know that. Yeah. I didn't absolutely. know that. Yeah, Southern, very Southern Illinois. Um, matter of fact, C.J. Graham did a costume appearance. I think it was a couple of years ago, and it was right around the time that he had got the mask from Ryan or whatever. And Ryan actually got to go to the event. There was some kind of haunted trail or a very, very small event down right by where he lives at in Southern Illinois. And he yeah, got he to doesn't go to do that a lot of conventions. Uh, no, Ryan no. Or I would have, I would have bought him a beer at, at some point if he if he did. So I know he doesn't do. A, he he doesn't make you know a lot of appearances and and gatherings. Yeah, and I think he's another one that that's his full time gig. He does he does hockey mass. I mean, for a living. So. Go to instant Instagram, <clears throat> excuse me, go to Instagram, check out Curse Camp Studios, hit the like button, share his work. Uh, like I said, he's he's a very talented artist, and he definitely kind of came up on the list pretty quick. Um, next up. And I think actually Ryan right was the, the first one that me and you both said in unison. Like, well, Ron Brazier, obviously. Like, Yeah, I mean, I've got, like I said, it, it's it's you, we can't really put, I can't fucking talk today. Uh, had too much coffee. I'm just kind of all over the place. Um, it's really hard. Like me, I can kind of put a number on these guys if I really wanted to, but for some of these guys, you might say, Oh, well, so-and-so does the best part three or these two guys. If you need a part three, they're your go-to guy. Or if, yeah, I mean, everybody is hit or hit or miss with their stuff. Like, and then none of these guys have any misses, but just some of them are better with their hits on certain masks. True, true. But what I will say about these next two guys is they are pretty much, they're kind of like Brian Hoback. They're they're basically hit on every fucking thing that they do for that matter. And I've yet to see anything that they did do that I wouldn't recommend any of their products to for that matter. And like I said, in no particular order, um, another one that I've asked to be on the show in the past several years back, I mean, he has declined, which, like I said, I respect that. And that is who they call Oz. And that is Justin Oz Williams. Super. Oz, uh, somewhat of a celebrity in the hockey mask community. I mean, super, super talented, talented guy. I mean, not just with the hockey mask, but he also has the, what he calls the hawk hangers, which are basically like a, a head mold that you can uh, mount to the wall and then put the mask over the top of it. He does uh, one-sixth uh, scale stuff. That's <clears throat> new, too, that stuff. Fuck, man, that new part yeah. four sculpt. Jesus. Yeah, yep. He's uh, doing that sixth scale part four right now, and it just looks fucking phenomenal. 3D printed teeth. And the guy is just a mega talented artist all the way around, not just hockey masks, but absolutely everything that I see him do, I'm impressed by. And also Literally. very mysterious. Yeah. Yes, he is. And uh, you don't see a lot of pictures of him. I've uh, never seen a picture of him. I've been friends with him on Facebook for many years. I've never seen a picture of him. He's he's very mysterious. He's like uh, – he's like uh, – I like to, in my head, I like to picture Oz wearing a robe and his family doesn't even know what he looks like. And he just, he whips the stuff yeah. up. And, and if you just yeah. pulled, if you walked up and yanked the, the hood back, it would just be a skeleton underneath there. Just be, yeah. Just be, he's the man of mystery, that Oz man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, you know, I've had many interactions with him on social media. Uh, he also doesn't do conventions at all that I'm aware of. Um, but he's easy to get along with, easy to talk to, uh, and, and, and an incredible artist, man. Everything this guy touches is fucking gold, man. Everything yeah. this guy touches. Yep. He's, uh, his attention to detail is right on point. I have, I'm trying to think of what I own of his right at this moment. I have a part four shower scene. Uh, I have a remake 2009 remake mask. Um, 
I don't know what else I own of his at the moment. I'd have to go look at the collection, but I've had numerous masks of his over the years and I've been thoroughly pleased with every single one of them. And I, I would recommend any, anything that you're looking for, um, any particular film, I would recommend Oz. I've, I've not seen anything that I didn't, um, that, that I didn't think that he did justice. And matter of fact, I know he's doing masks right now. <clears throat> you mentioned kind of a celebrity in the, in the, the mask, um, hobby, um, the mask industry, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, doing masks for Adam Marcus's, uh, Jason goes to hell documentary is one of the perks. I don't know if you've seen that or not. I did not. Yeah. Yep. He's doing, he's painted up some Jason goes to hell masks that are part of the perks for the, uh, the Indiegogo for Adam Marcus. So that I'll tell you something right there. He's a per, uh, and it's obvious if you, and I, and I keep an eye on his work, you know, I, I follow him and everything. And he's, uh, he's so obviously a, a perfectionist. You can tell that I'll, I'll occasionally see him post something like, well, this didn't come out right. And I'm looking at it like fucking what, what do you talk? Like, do you have it under an electron microscope? Like he, he yeah. is, he is as perfectionist as one can possibly be. Yeah. With his work. Yep. And then he'll sell that at a reduced price. Yeah, even though nobody would have even known that there was a problem with it if he hadn't said anything. Yeah, there was one the other day I seen where the uh, I think it was a part four, if I remember correctly, maybe a part three, and the some of the mass, some of the holes were larger, and he was uh, selling that at a reduced price, and then said, "Well, I can drill out the rest of the holes to match." And somebody chimed in and said, "I I can't even fucking tell the four holes that you're talking about that are bigger than the rest of them." You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, okay, well, uh, you know, for I think he was asking a hundred dollars for the for the hockey mask or whatever, which is the um, steal for anything that Oz makes. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, yeah, just like anything that he does, like I said, I have not seen a a representation from any of the films that I did not did not care for, and I thought he really did a great job. I don't, I don't want to say more recent, but kind of fairly recent where he, he did the end scene, Freddy versus Jason, like with the battle damage on the side, you know? And yeah. I was actually watching, watching him have a conversation with somebody else about that. Not, I didn't say anything. I was just observing it and watching them try to speculate on how that mask was made was interesting because they were throwing around the idea that that mask was actually two separate masks overlaid on top of one another. Yes. Yep. So, uh, yeah, just a really interesting dude. And, and uh, yeah, his actually his verse that mask you're talking about is phenomenal. Yeah, I need to own one of those at some point. Matter of fact, probably the next time I see old Ken Kersinger, when I know he's coming up to something, I'll probably have to order one from Oz because I've definitely got my eye on that. But yeah, definitely highly recommend any version from him. Like I said, um, phenomenal. Uh, the sixth scale stuff and just. Uh, uh, the hawk hangers, like I said, nobody, nobody was doing those. I mean, just having the head that you just mount on the wall. I think they're, and they're fairly reasonable. I think they're like, they're latex. I think they're around a hundred dollars or a little bit less, but. I think I mean, they're I actually resin. Oh, are they resin? Okay. Yeah, I, I believe they were so. latex. Okay. Well, even but, if they uh, are resin, that's even better. Yeah. And, and this isn't Friday the 13th related, but he also, one thing that I really want to get from him is, did you see where he made those, uh, replicas of the Return of the Living Dead Tarman tank with the little yes. Tarman. I've got to um, snag one of those, man, because those are amazing too. Yeah, I mean, the guy just his talents are endless. I mean, I'd like to see him kind of step outside the box a little bit and see what else he's capable of doing. But anything he's done Friday, I mean, I, it's got my approval. Um, and to <clears throat> to finalize our uh, quote unquote list. This guy's been around for a long time, and he's uh, another one where anything that I see him do, whether it's an art print, a hockey mask, a T-shirt, anything at all, the guy, the guy just is is just like Oz. Anything he does is just phenomenal, and you can't go wrong with any purchase from him. And that is Crash Cunningham, and the OG of the, the OG. OG, OG of the OGs, and. I don't know exactly how long he's been in the business, but he was one of the first, um, he was one of the first masks that I owned and actually Tim Schultz and, and crash were the first few masks that I owned. And if you buy a crash mask and that's one of the first ones that you buy you, and you're used to that type of quality and maybe not familiar with some of the other guys work, 
Crash is in, he's up there. I mean, a lot of people deem him as the best, period. Yeah, he's kind of the, uh, his masks are the white wells in the hockey mask community. Yeah. Like those are the, those are the ones you want to get. But yeah, and they've got that cool little logo on the inside of them, that little yep. CC. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, he is, he's right. I know we're not giving these guys numbers, but I'm telling you what, Crash is the pinnacle. Crash is the comparison. And I think it's fact, because, like we said, he's the OGist of the OGs. Like yeah. The originals. Absolutely. And right, and I, and I mean, and rightfully so. His work is absolutely fucking awesome. And every representation of every film that I've seen him do, I thought he's just knocked it out. And you can't go wrong with purchasing any of his masks, especially when you can get when he does his sales every now and again, where you can get them for a hundred bucks. And you can get a crash mask for a hundred bucks. Snatch that fucker up all I mean, day, all if day. You have eight hundred dollars. Buy eight of them. Buy eight of them exactly. And here's a here's a fun story about a crash mask. And one of the first masks that I own, I still own it, and that is the is a uh, end scene part four. And I've since had it signed by Ted White when we seen him at Horror Hound Columbus back in 2017. I had Ted White sign it. And back when I mentioned that I spent the weekend at Horror Hound Indianapolis in 2014 with Tim Schultz. I brought that mask with me because, of course, Ted White was at that show, too. And I ended up Ted having I, I didn't end up getting that mask signed. Then I had my shower scene for by Oz signed by Ted White and Tim Schultz and I were just were bullshitting sitting there. And uh, I'd mentioned that I was going to go get a mask, um, go get one of my masks signed. And so to make a long story short, Tim had never seen a crash mask in person, believe that or not. And like I said, this was five years ago. I'm sure he's probably seen some since. And he's like, you got one with you? And I'm like, yeah, I've got an scene four. And he's like, holy shit, go get it. So we're standing out behind the hotel and I got, I grabbed the crash mask and I bring it over. And Tim was like, holy shit. And he's just looking at that mask over and he's like, you know, this is fucking awesome. You know, crashes. He, he, he ain't no fucking joke. Like this guy. Hilarious. And Tim, I could just see the look on his face. He was like in awe over the crash mask. But if you've never seen one, then rightfully so, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They're second to none. I mean, it's, it's the, that's the pinnacle of hockey masks. And he had crashes work. And I wish, I wish I could meet him. I've never ran into him at conventions or anything, but, uh, I don't know anything about him as a person, just his work. Yeah. And I've been on his website a couple times. He's got some vinyl decal stickers, t-shirts. He's got some cool t-shirts and some art prints. He's known for his arts also, uh, top notch work there. And just, a obviously a very serious artist. I mean, he clearly, clearly takes his work very serious and I'm sure it's a full-time gig for him. Um, he's always posted on social media too. And you see multiple masks in the background he obviously has no shortage of orders. Um, but yeah, I've never met him either. And if I did, if I did see him, I didn't realize that it was him. I don't know if he even does conventions or not. I'm not friends with him on social media or any, never had any talks with him or anything. So I, I really don't know as far as that goes, but uh, he's never posting about it on social media about attending any conventions as far as I know. Another very mysterious, not mysterious anywhere near the level that Oz is, but also a mysterious guy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, like, well, like I said, I'm not friends with him on social media, so maybe if I were, maybe he does post stuff. I, I really don't know. Like 20 million friend requests a day. He probably stopped accepting them 10 years ago. Yeah, probably. Um, like I said, a lot of some of these guys, they, I mean, think about this though. I mean, you got Crash, you got Oz, you got Brian Hoback, and you got Tim Schultz, and you got Ryan Brazier, who's not even on Facebook. So Ryan's not a man of mystery. But Tim, who kind of stepped back, I mean, you kind of almost have like four of these guys that are mysterious. And then you got James Power, who's in federal Facebook jail all the time. Who is super not fucking mysterious (laughs) at all. Not (laughs) mysterious at all. (laughs) He kind of like makes up for the rest of them. Yeah, all of the, all of, (laughs) yeah, all of the loudness went into James. And that's what I love about him. Definitely, definitely. And I've never reached out to Crash, at least I don't think that I have, uh, and asked him to be a guest on the show, but maybe I'll try to reach out to him one of these days and see if maybe he'll he'll jump on to talk, but I would imagine not so, just because, like I said, it's fun to be mysterious. Yeah, and I'm sure he's got 10 million podcast requests. He's fucking Crash Cunningham. But here's the thing. How many of them are from a primarily focused Friday the 13th show? None Zero. of them. So he might be interested. 
shoot him a message. Fuck. Yeah, we've, we've got the lock on the Friday. So, yeah, uh, maybe that'll be of some interest to him. I don't know. We shall see. So that kind of wraps up um, our list of, I guess, top independent hockey mass artists. Like I said, not that any of the other guys don't do great work because there are there's plenty of artists out there. There's no shortage of artists out there. Um, like I said, the list just goes on and on. But these are uh, <clears throat> excuse me. These are our recommendations. So um, to each their own as far as the different versions and different representations, but you can't go wrong with anything that any of these guys do. Obviously you're going to get some varying price differences in there. Um, But like I said, you can't go wrong with any of them. And nowadays we live in the fan film world and we have no shortage of fan films. Um, Of them still have not been released yet and some that have, but as far as fan film artists go, uh, I thought we needed to give a little shout out there and I'm just going to say it like it is hands down, no competition at this moment. And that is our boy Topher Westcott over at a new kind of fear customs who was on the show recently, but never hike alone. Uh, Jason rising masks. Um, the guy just, I mean, hands down, he's the best that there is right now, period. And he's, he's knocking, knocking them out of the park, man. Yep. They're knocking them out amazing. of the park. And if you listen to the recent episode with him, he's another guy that's getting ready to go full time. And this is going to be a primary, you know, job source of income for him. And not just that, but he's dabbling in the, uh, the latex hoods. He's got the dead white. He's got the, uh, the ghost Jason to go along with the ghost hockey mask. So you can get the combination there. But if you've seen the never hike alone mask, which I've held it in my own hands, the screen use mask, Uh, a couple times and if you've seen any of the pictures that he's posted on social media for a comparison or whatever and he's worked directly with vincent desanti and getting the uh the screen use mold from the screen or yeah the screen use mold so the the masks that he is painting are cast right off the uh the ghost uh, hawk itself and obviously endorsed by Vincent and endorsed by James uh, James Sweet over at Jason Rising. And if you've seen pictures of the Jason Rising mask and you look at Topher's mask, I mean, he's he's right on fucking point. Right on point. And I've seen a couple others out there, but they're I'm, I'm sorry. They're just not anywhere. Even, they're not even in the parking lot, let alone in the ballpark with Topher. Yeah, and I love uh, <laughs> I love Topher's straightforwardness on calling people on their bullshit, too. Like he's, oh man! If you yes. if you follow him, and I'm a big fan of his, he's a fucking phenomenal artist. But he doesn't deal with fucking bullshit. Nope. Either. Nope. <laughs> and I respect that. I love the dude. Oh yeah, and I'm not going to mention any names. I'm not going to open up a can of worms. But lately, he's been he's been pretty. Uh, uh, what's the right word? What's the word I want to I want to use here? It's not uh, it's not confrontational because, um everything that he's saying is 100% justified. Right. Exactly. And I applaud him. I commend him for, I guess, standing up and being a stand up guy, as far as I'm concerned about it. Bullshit in the hobby, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Because it is, there's a lot of bullshit and I just don't fucking pay any attention to it. All the little drama and all the little nonsense. I don't, I don't fuck around with that. I ain't got time for that shit and I'm not going to address it. We're not going to address it. We're not, we, we don't want to be involved in that fucking nonsense. I mean, we'll say whatever we want anyway. And if anybody has a problem with that, then get your own fucking show and say whatever you want. That's, that's the beauty of it. You don't have to like what we say. You don't have to agree with it. You don't have to listen, blah, blah, blah. But we like to try to kind of stay away from the drama as far as that goes. So that's why we're not going to address any specifics other than the last couple of weeks. There's been a, a couple things and I commend him. I applaud him. I uh, salute him stand by him, support him, whatever the fuck you want to say. And I hope he continues to do so. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's doing, he's doing some very important work, uh, both with masks and, and within the hobby. So, uh, so good for him. He's, he's got my attention. I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Topher. Yep, definitely. And like I said, he, he was on recently, just go back through and, um, uh, just a few weeks ago, a matter of fact, um, and down the road, we'll have him on again for a follow-up because I guarantee he's going to have more to add to his arsenal as far as products and stuff. Now that he's going to be, uh, jumping in full time, but, and there's other fan films out there. Um, 
it's not that we don't want to acknowledge them, but most that we're seeing right now is, in my opinion, the Never Hike Alone ghost mask and the Jason Rising mask. I'm not really seeing much out of any of the other fan films as far as people buying replicas, let alone ones that are based off the screen used mold, right? No, no, you're 100% right. And that, that Jason Rising mask is the fucking bee's knees, man. Yes, it is. Yeah, he's he brought his A game when it came to that. And like I said, uh, I, I mean, hands down, he has no competition with the with those fan film masks at the moment. And obviously, when some of these other films come out that we have coming up, I'm sure somebody's going to jump on their masks or whatever. And who knows? Maybe they'll reach out to Topher and say, "Hey, you've done such a good job with Never Hike Alone. You've done such a good job with the Jason Rising mask. Hey, do you want to tackle ours or whatever?" It would not surprise me if that happened. If he becomes the uh, the indie movie mask dude, yep, yeah. and that very well that very well could be. Might happen. He deserves it. All right. So unless you got something to add, I think pretty much uh, wraps up the top independent hockey mask artists. No man, I, that's it. I think uh, I think you you can you, you will win if you purchase. I I, I give you my personal guarantee. I, I stake my reputation on it. Uh, Absolutely, you will be satisfied if you purchase a mask from any of the artists that we have mentioned. Yep, I I absolutely would uh, say the exact same thing. I would I would you can't go wrong with any of them, no matter what part you get. Uh, obviously, I just recommend doing your homework, do your research, check out these guys' website, check out their Facebook or their social medias. It, it, you know, look through them all and make your own um, your make your own judgment because, like I said, all this is a matter of opinion as far as representation, if you're going for screen accuracy and all that good stuff and how you view what the mask looks like, um, you know, it, opinions differ and we respect that. Because obviously be our... depending on what kind of TV you're watching it on or the monitor or the, the source for the, for your reference photos, it's going to look different, man. Like the colors, True. It, it's going to look different. So, yep, absolutely. So do your homework, make your own decision, but, definitely check these guys out if you message us or want our opinion and say hey who should we buy from with from the hockey mask uh no matter what film it's from we're gonna make a recommendation based off one of these guys so definitely check them out absolutely you're you're not gonna be dissatisfied all right that wraps up another episode of camp blood radio so please rate and review wherever you listen to the show at also check us out on facebook and please leave us those reviews we would definitely appreciate it and if you have any suggestions, feel free to drop us a line. Unless you're little fuckboy Tefner. Does he think I'm a farthead? 